0: geico 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more
2: good
1: morning and
2: welcome it's may 23rd it's sunday morning i thank you for waking up early and tuning in hopefully i can help get you pointed in the right direction folks you get one opportunity to retire i want to help you retire any questions you had this morning our phone lines are open the phone numbers are 1-800-TALK-WGY 1-800-825-5949 1-800-825-5949 any questions whatsoever let's kick off the morning let's go to Bill and Malta hello Bill
3: good morning Steve thank you for taking my call
2: thank you for being up so early with me
3: No problem. Uh, I'm thinking of investing in some uh, uh, local stocks for my grandchildren, so it's going to be, you know, a long-term investment. And I'm wondering—I've never bought stocks in the past, so I'm wondering how to go to it, how to do it properly.
2: Well, it's a great question. Do you have a couple stocks? You said local. I'm trying to figure out what I would want to buy for my grandchildren, being a local company, and I'm not so sure. It's limb pickings. What are you thinking?
3: Uh, well, the first one is Plug Power.
2: Yeah.
3: You know, I'm uh, I'm an engineer, and uh, although uh, not involved in uh, in uh, power. But uh, I kind of like that idea of uh, using hydrogen to, to power anything.
2: You know, we actually had um, pretty good conversations yesterday on this topic alone. And it was interesting. Some of the callers called in. We were talking about it started out with electric vehicles. And one of the callers had some comments on, on um you know, hydrogen powered vehicles and so forth. But it's, um, you know, when when you look at, at at a company like Plug Power, you know, Plug Power was back in the year 2000, it was a whole lot higher than where it is today. Today, I don't know where it's closed, where it closed at on Monday. I'll take take a look while I'm talking with you, um, Bill. But Plug Power has a great story. I mean, they had a great story in in, in the year 20, um 2000 and when yes, when, I when you think that. about yeah when you think about plug power it was almost $1200 a share way back in 1999 2000 and here we are at $27 a share it's had a good you know a lot of people think about the last few months i mean plug power was all the way up to almost $74 back in you know the end of january and people were hopping on and then it fell all the way down to you know the low 20s and here we are sitting at almost $28 great story bill you would think this Stock should be going through the roof and everybody in the world would be getting its technology. But it doesn't work that way. It's the same with solar power companies. Sometimes it makes sense. It sounds right. It just, from a stock standpoint, doesn't, doesn't um, you know, fare all that well. So plug power at $28. Obviously, you can order or order. Buy some shares and, and not have it break the bank. And as I said, if by chance hydrogen power takes off and plug power takes off at twenty-seven dollars, it's better than buying it at twelve hundred dollars twenty-one years ago.
3: Yes, yes,
2: that's. What's the other stock you're looking at? Uh,
3: well, uh, not GE. That's for sure.
2: (laughs) Good Uh, man, I knew I knew Bill from Walter was a smart guy.
3: Well. No, not really. (laughs) Not when it comes to finances. But uh, (laughs) yeah, so. okay. well, uh, you know, that's that's some uh, some. uh, that I can. uh, So
2: so before I let you go and we go on to the next caller, let me just say the way to do this, if you know you want to buy individual stocks and I didn't ask you how old your grandchildren are.
3: Yes, they're quite young. They're
2: only five. So I'm going to give you uh, some food for thought. I have three grandchildren, and for my wife and I, we opened up college savings plans and we fund it every month you can put as low as 25 as little as $25 a month in in this way when my grandchildren get to be college age I'm helping out their parents by having some money accessible to them for college and it's tax-free if it's used for college expenses and you can be very aggressive the New York saves dot org is the one that we use it's a New York college um, 529 savings plan managed by Vanguard, the investments and the, the um, you know, it, it's one of the best in the country we feel and there's absolutely no commissions, no sales charges. So that's food for thought for you to think about, Bill. If you wanna put some money away for, you, for your grandchildren and you know, at five years old, they're not going to remember, but when they reach 18 and all of a sudden grandpa's got some money for them to go to college, they may think um, you know highly of you so think about that and if you if you're destined to buy a couple individual stocks obviously you can open up a platform and um, like Robin Hood and these other um, you know most recent platforms where you can invest very little money and because your grandchildren are under the age of majority you'll have to be on there as a custodian for it so food for thought Give it some thought. Good luck, Bill. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Thank you for calling in so bright and early on Sunday morning. 1-800-825-5949. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Josh and Troy. Hello, Josh. Good morning, Steve. Always a pleasure to chat with you. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. It's a beautiful, sunny day. I think it's going to get a little cloudier as the day goes along. So bright and early this early in the morning. I'm enjoying it.
4: Absolutely. So I have a
2: $120
4: billion question
2: for you. Um, man, oh man, I so, thought you had $120 uh, billion you wanted us to manage. I was going to say, I'll make time for you this afternoon as long as it's going to rain.
4: Well, I'll tell you, the, the folks at the uh, the New York State Teachers Retirement System, um, they may need some guidance here. So uh, right now they're they're at about $120 billion AUM, uh, and their fifth- largest holding at 9.2 million shares is AT&T, who's been making a lot of headlines. Obviously, I'm sure you're well aware they've announced they'll be slashing that uh, that historically large dividend um, by about 50%. Um, my question for you is, and I'm sure you know, the New York State uh, Teachers Retirement Pension Fund isn't unique in being so Heavy uh, AT and T. They're also just fun fact. Their second largest holding behind Apple is GE. Um, But I'm wondering in this low interest that's too bad. yeah, in this low interest environment, um, with a big, you know, their fifth largest holding slashing that dividend, where do uh, you know pension funds or you know firms like your own even where where do they turn to? Uh, for something, you know, a yield. Um, if you know, while a core holding slashes its dividend.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, at t There's a lot of chatter out there about AT&T and if they'll slash their dividend. And believe me, at t has been sucking wind, even though they've had a good dividend. I keep talking about this. Sometimes it's more about the total return than it is about the dividend yield. And when you ask yourself what is total return total return is when you get dividend from stocks or interest from bonds and then does that stock or bond have a capital appreciation or does it have a, a, a little bit of a um, discount, a loss to it? And you add those components together and you get total return. It's all about total return, baby, total return. And I try to teach investors this, but unfortunately some investors are just fixated on income and they buy stocks because it has a big dividend, but then they forget that, geez, what's the total return? You know, I'm getting a nice dividend, but what's the total return? And when you look at, um, you know, companies like AT&T and some of these other mob bell companies, you know, they may be paying a good dividend, but they're really, you know, they're, 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 do you really want to have your 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 money there um if they're lagging the market i'd rather see you buy the s p 500 i'd rather see you buy an etf that focuses on dividend paying stocks like the aristocrats where for 25 years not only do the companies pay dividends but they increase their dividends year in year out so you're going to get some names in the portfolio that aren't popular or sexy but they're paying a dividend and they continue to pay a dividend and that's really um, you know how, how investors should be should be thinking so at t you know if they do slash their dividend I think you're gonna see a lot of people get out of it ATT t is down 4% year-to-date the S&P 500 index is up 12% with dividend years to date that's a 16% swing so you know, listen, the New York State pensions, the, the, the trustees of that plan, the country is going through a movement right now, and the movement is sometimes they're making decisions where things just don't make sense, Josh. So, you know, as far as dividend goes, the, the trustees hopefully are making prudent decisions and looking at the total picture and not just fixated on one or two um, items.
4: I really appreciate that insight, and I was excited to see their largest holding at 20 million shares It was Apple. Um, And always really love your insight. The last thing I'll share for you, um, historic downtown Troy, we just yesterday, we finally got to check out, not too far from your office, actually, the um, the new Troy Beer Garden. If you haven't checked it out yet, it is an incredible spot. It's unlike anything else going on i think in the entire capital district but at least troy and it's kind of this oasis in the middle of a concrete jungle so i just wanted to plug that as well
2: is that matt bomb Baum- bomb um, place down there on it, federal street
4: it, it sure is yeah it,
2: it's yeah i hear some from
4: your office it's
2: I hear great things about it and i'm not a beer guy i'm more of a wino don't judge me um you know i i never drank thunderbird or boone's farm but i do like a good taste of wine i'll have to see if matt has some some wine down there i know chris ryan across the street just put some wine in so i gotta i gotta step out a little bit hey Josh, thanks for the call. I always appreciate you calling in. Josh is a, obviously, resident of Historic Downtown Troy and an investor, and we we love Historic Downtown Troy. It's my hometown. 1-800-825-5949. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Gene in Schenectady. Hello, Gene.
5: Good morning. Yesterday's program, you stated a chronological order of when you're in your 20s, when you're in your 30s and 40s, how much you should be saving per month, in order to save to reach the million-dollar mark at 65. I was listening to your program, but I wanted my son to hear your program. You also stated that if you had, you know, Social Security was X amount of dollars, like let's say 15000 could you repeat that whole scenario? Because I think it's worth repeating. It's very important for people to hear.
2: Gene, is your son listening? Yes. Put him on the line.
5: Oh, he's not, in, he's not, I told him to listen, I was calling in, he's at his house, oh, I'm at my house, we're not well,
0: together.
2: What's what's his name?
5: His name is Joe.
2: Joe, your mom's a great person, and now that I have your attention, the one thing that I know for a fact... The sooner you get started saving, the better off you're going to be as you grow older and more mature in life. And I know for a fact that when you reach retirement age, you can't go back and make up for all the years that maybe you forgot to put money away or you were too busy spending money on a couple beers at the beer garden or you know some other things in your life. So we always try to teach anybody who will listen to us, and believe me, I've been doing this 34 years, I've been helping teach people about money. Anybody who will listen to me, I beg them to put money away. And anybody listening, if you haven't done a true retirement plan, if you're not putting 10 to 15% of your salary away into some kind of a savings program, whether it be a pension plan or traditional um, brokerage account, you're not saving enough, more than likely. But Gene, as I said yesterday, the earlier, the sooner you get started, the better off you're gonna be. And everybody has dreams of being a millionaire. So I broke down, what if you were to put money away month in, month out, from now to your age 65? And let's make believe you get a 10% annual return year in, year out. So this is a hypothetical example. Hey, if you're delivering papers at a 15-year-old, you can put away $58 starting today every month, and at age 65 you're gonna have a million dollars if you wait till age 25 just out of college you need to put away about 157 dollars a month if you wait put it off just five years now all of a sudden you got to put away a hundred dollars more two hundred and sixty dollars a month each month to have a million dollars at age 65 and then if you wait till age 40 All of a sudden, you got to put away about $750 a month every month to have a million dollars. And if you wait till that magic age of 50, you got to put away about $2,500 a month. So the point I'm making is the sooner you get started, the better off you're going to be. And folks, when you force yourself to save, when you go into your business office tomorrow at work and you tell them, hey, put 10% of my money in my pension plan and hopefully there's a match. So that's what we call free money when the company gives you an incentive to save. When you can put money away, I promise anybody who will listen, the first couple of paychecks, they will be so upset with me because they're gonna have less money in their pocket. But all of a sudden they get used to it. And then all of a sudden, one, three, five years down the road, they have 5,000, 10,000, $30,000 saved up. They like that. Now they get addicted, and they get what I'm saying. So the average, the average Social Security check that you point out, Gene, and I talked about it yesterday, is about $15,000 a year. Now some people will earn more, some people will earn less, but the average Social Security check, the average person is getting a $15,000 check from Social Security. If, if you're married and you and your spouse are getting 15 each, that's thirty thousand dollars. Let's make believe you need fifty thousand dollars a year to live on. So you get thirty coming from Social Security combined. Where's the other twenty gonna come from? You have to have, you know, safely about four hundred to five hundred thousand dollars saved up in some kind of brokerage account, retirement account. Altogether, you need $400,000 approximately in order to draw $20,000 a year. So, you get the picture. This is what I try to teach investors. Don't feel bad about saving because that's money that's yours. Nobody can take that away from you. And there's going to be ups and downs in the market. So, Joe, you got a great mom. And I know Mother's Day was a couple of weeks ago, but today, She's making Mother's Day even more special by looking out for you. So, Gene, hopefully I'm helping out your son Joe. And hopefully Joe will wake up tomorrow and say, Hey, you know what? What Steve said makes sense. I'm gonna go in and save some money.
5: Thank you very much. I have one additional question to that. What
2: uh, is you, you the- can ask as many questions as you want, Gene. You're my you know, you're my best caller of the day so far. Hey, Bill and Josh, don't get jealous. Gene is my favorite today.
5: Right, thank you. The next question is what was longevity for that period of time that the additional money for the four hundred to five hundred thousand to so, achieve the additional twenty to thirty thousand needed?
1: For no,
5: that's a that great social security. I just want that length of time.
2: that's discussed. A great. That's a great question. So people always say, hey i have a million dollars saved up how much can i safely take from it and i want to leave the million dollars intact what people forget is there's inflation inflation rears its ugly head sometimes it's not so large sometimes it's larger than we want it to be inflation is when you spend a dollar for bread this today and a year from now the bread is a dollar three cents that's a three percent increase in the cost of that loaf of bread that's what we consider inflation over time inflation has averaged about three and a half percent right now inflation is very low it's under two percent but inflation is there if you look at historical figures obviously we can't um project the future we can only go on historical uh you know returns in stocks your average return is 10 to 12% in bonds 4 to 6%. If you have a balanced portfolio you should be able to historically speaking get 7 8%. So if you're able to get 8% return on average some years more some years less some years you are even going to lose money but over time on average 8% take out inflation that's 3% Then you have 5% left over. So if you have a million dollars, you should be able to take $50,000 a year out, have it keep up with inflation and have some money to leave to the kids or grandkids. That's just rule of thought. Obviously, if you want to die with a dollar left in your name, you can take out a little bit more, but that's just rule rule of thumb that we use. That's what we try to um, achieve when, when planning for our clients.
5: Thank you very much.
2: Enjoy your day. Gene, you as well. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Joe, take good care of mom. 1-800-825-5949. 1-800-825-5949. Any questions you have, folks, give me a call. I'm going to take a 15-second break. Don't go anywhere. Hello, and thank you for letting me wet my whistle. I got a nice cup of coffee here. It's bright and early on Sunday, February 23rd. Thank you for tuning in. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Len Inscaheri. Hello, Len.
0: Hi. uh, I'll try to make this quick. I'm a saver, not a spender. Good. And I've been about, well, I've been a saver, not a spender since the age of 50. And I'm 59 and a half right now. And I have a pension through the state, and I have $250,000 invested. And everybody said, you know, we have, we're have we at a point now where uh, with 0% interest on things or low interest, it's time to buy. And I've really wanted a tractor all these years because I have 48 acres. And uh, so I've signed up to buy a tractor for 38000 and at zero percent interest for five years, but it scares the death out of me because that's probably about three or four hundred dollars a month less I'm going to be putting into my investments. What do you think? Because I plan on retiring about in about three years.
2: Well, first of all, I know you're down there in God's country. Sahara is some beautiful landscape, and I'm trying to picture how long it would take to mow 48 hours behind a push. Lawnmower, so my hat goes off to you mower. for buying a tractor.
0: Mowing's not a problem because I uh, I only mow for uh, four acres and I have a fast mower. This is in addition <laughs> to that.
2: Well, I still am trying to figure out how long it takes behind a push mower. Go out and buy the tractor. Zero percent interest loan is free money. You can afford the three hundred dollars a month even if it's that much less that you're putting in the savings that's free money over five years there's nothing better than free money i hate the word cheap hey those interest rates are cheap it doesn't the only way it gets cheaper than zero is if they pay you interest to take that tractor off their hand len thank you for the call stay safe stay healthy keep saving i wish more people would save um that's the key folks saving you don't have to save everything but save something 1-800- 825-5949, 1-800-825-5949. We're going to take a quick two, three-minute break for the news. Any questions you have, folks, 1-800-825-5949. Hello, and welcome back. Thank you for hanging in through the news, folks. Hey, Zach, I've been misleading the listening audience for a long time. I decided to time how long the news break is. I keep saying it's two to three minutes. It's four minutes.
1: If your loved one is at risk of a fall, the Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health can help support their safety in their home with 24-7 emergency monitoring, even when you can't be there. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com slash symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub.
0: <laughs> this Friday... Critics are calling A Quiet Place Part 2 sensational. This is the experience theaters were made for. A Quiet Place Part 2, only in theaters rated PG-13.
2: 15 seconds so I apologize for those of you that hung on for two minutes and say I can't wait any longer but I do thank you for hanging in through the news and tuning in this morning as you do each and every Saturday at noon and Sunday mornings at eight I can't I can't thank you enough 26 years I've been doing radio and I love doing it I get energized it it really gets my my you know everything going one Eight hundred talk WGY one eight hundred eight two five five nine four nine. So Zach, I um, you know, I'm on social media. I like to keep in touch with the world. Let's say, and you know, one of our earlier callers from Troy talked about one of the restaurants and how wonderful it was. And during the break, I I took a look on my um Facebook page and nice to read about Plum Oyster Bar. Another great one of historic downtown troy's great great um venues restaurant and it had its first service sack since november of 2020. um you know that's these restaurants have been fighting hard to stay open and it was nice nice to read that heidi um block you know she, she she has a good good um, staff that she was able to bring back that were able to come back and support her. And I guess she served 100 lobster rolls. I mean, this is exciting to think that these restaurants are coming back in in operation and coming back to um, serve customers. Listen, people are dying to get out, dying to get out. 1-800-825-5949. Zach, you got a little radio show this morning, don't you?
4: Yes, I do. And first off, we went to Maxon's yesterday out in Glenville. It was spectacular.
2: Good, good, good. Did you take the baby?
4: Yes, we did. We try to support local when we can. But my show is on today. If you want to support local, go on to Fox Sports nine eighty ninety five point nine FM Sunday at 11 a.m. Today at 11, we're talking NBA playoffs.
2: Nice. I wish I liked basketball, but I don't. You know, I miss Michael Jordan and Kobe, God rest his soul and Larry bird. And I, I, you know, I'm not, I don't, I don't follow basketball these days. Zach, am I missing something?
4: Well, you are missing something, Steve, after you get off your get off my lawn mentality, you can come over and watch the Knicks who are reminiscent of the nineties Knicks playing tough, hard nosed defense,
2: man. Oh man. I guess that's a little tease for what you're going to talk about. But Zach today is the biggest Formula one race of the season there's I don't know 20 of them and it's in Monaco I got to get you to talk about fast cars Zach there's nothing more exciting than fast cars going through the streets of Monaco I think it's on this morning nine o'clock or something Um, but man oh man Zach fast cars
4: I gotta have you uh, come over and teach me a thing or two
2: well man I'll get behind the wheel you know Listen, I'm certified. As my wife says, yeah, you're certified, okay. I've been to a couple professional race car driving schools. And and once you know what you're doing, I'm telling you, you know, you get out on those tracks and you go. I actually, I was fortunate to be in Monaco a couple years ago, the only Formula One race I went to. And obviously, I picked the best one to go to in Monaco. And it's pretty exciting once you learn about it. It's exciting. And Netflix has a great series right now on formula one racing pretty pretty dynamic hey zach i heard you said you took your um your wife and 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 that little baby that you take care of and my hat goes off to you not a lot of people know who the real zach harris is i do and you're a good guy zach so hopefully people will come back and listen to your radio show 1-800 talk W-G-Y, 1-800-825-5949, one 825 5949 Any questions you have, folks, give me a call. I would love to talk to you, get you pointed in the right direction. I looked up when Plug Power peaked, $1,200 a share February 11th, 2000, February 11th, 2000, $1,200 a share so. If you felt that you missed out on the run from you know at twenty dollars when it went all the way up to sixty dollars a couple months ago hey folks if it ever goes back to its all 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 time high of twelve hundred dollars you haven't missed out i'm just not sure great story great local company although i'm not happy with them you know they could have brought some great jobs to the capital region area we've been pre- we've been supporting them for years decades and they took these jobs out of the capital region area i'm not happy about that let the record show i'm a big believer you take care of those that take care of you and that's why i like giving back to the community as much as i do i i can't give back enough to my community and capital region area is a pretty dynamic community one eight hundred eight two five five nine four nine so you know some people feel that this was a turbulent week in the stock market and maybe you know it all depends hey market goes up and down up and down up and down but you know for the for the week the markets were kind of you know it was like kissing your grandmother don't take that the wrong way folks the S&P down 0.43% Russell 2000 down 0.42% Dow Jones Industrial Average down a half a percent The big winner was NASDAQ, NASDAQ up 0.31%, but remember, folks, as I said yesterday, four weeks of being down, I'll take up 0.31%. I didn't want another down week. That's our largest holding. NASDAQ is our largest holding, along with the broad stock market index, and I love both those indexes nasdaq has a little bit more volatility because it's more growth like companies you have you know when you look at at nasdaq and you look at the top holdings of of nasdaq you got you know you got a lot of um a lot of a lot of technology names in there and you know when you think that the top 10 holdings of nasdaq account for um about 52 percent your number one holding apple's but then then after Apple, you have Microsoft and Amazon and Google and Facebook and Tesla, NVIDIA, PayPal, Comcast. Yeah, I know, Comcast, how'd that get in there? But it's only a 2% weighting. Apple's an 11% weighting. Microsoft, 10% weighting of QQQ. And one of the earlier callers, Josh from Troy, was talking about the New York State Pension Plan. Their number one holding is Apple. Our number one holding in our portfolios is Apple, Paolo La Pietra, my man who's down in Florida taking a few days of well-needed well, well needed, um, R&R, although he went to a wedding, so I'm not sure how much rest he's getting, but he not his own wedding, folks. He went to a friend's wedding down in Delray Beach, but he puts together our, our percentages and our our number one holding is apple in our portfolio i can drill it down right you know when you break out the equity sleeve of our portfolio apple accounts for 6.61 percent microsoft is next amazon facebook google tesla jp morgan nvidia paypal those are our top holdings in our portfolio sometimes clients say hey you know i own etfs and Geez, I you know, I went to a picnic on Saturday with my neighbors and they're bragging how they own, you know, this stock, that stock. And, you know, I feel bad. I don't own those stocks. And I remind them, listen, you own those stocks. You own them in a more efficient manner we buy exchange-traded funds we're managing almost eight hundred and fifty million dollars and predominantly Apple's the only individual stock in the portfolio everything else is ETFs exchange-traded funds so I, I remind our clients when they feel bad because they don't own these individual stocks you absolutely own these individual stocks but we feel we're managing the portfolio in a more prudent way very few people can consistently outperform the market buying and selling stocks and you know they have a well rounded portfolio we just interviewed a Chartered financial analysts. where we continue to build out our team we have 13 great professionals soon to be 14 and um, after that maybe 15 professionals in the near future we have our third CPA beginning with us tomorrow and that's three cpas we have on our team with four certified financial planners and we may have another cpa joining i'm very committed folks to having being surrounded by a team that can help our clients in any way we can possibly help them you know we do a really in my estimation a great job managing money and that's what clients engage our services for is to manage their wealth but in addition to that we do so much more on behalf of our clients and we're really proud of the work that we do on behalf of our clients so i continue to build out our team i'm actually investing in our future as 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 as, as we grow and we have a lot of clients that are moving to other states. It's no secret. You know, people retire. They just don't want to hang around, whether it be the weather, taxes, regulations, politics. They just want to go to to different areas. We have clients in 25 states and overseas. So I want to be able to service those clients as best we can. Um, so I continue to build out our team, and I'm proud to say I have a dynamic team dynamic team but managing the portfolio we 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 do a superb job and as i said i can break out for clients exactly right down to the percentage of of what they own so our clients own a lot of great stocks in their top 10 holdings one eight hundred eight two five five nine four nine one eight hundred eight two five fifty nine forty nine. 825 5949 825 5949 any questions whatsoever you know, I would love would love to talk to you, get you pointed in the right direction any way that I can. As I said, it was a crazy week in, in, in the markets with the Dow down about a half a percent, S&P down about four-tenths of a percent, and NASDAQ up three-tenths of a percent. For investors that want yield, the safest, I think, yield in the world is the U.S. 10-year Treasury note. That's a good, good, benchmark to go by and you're getting about 1.63 percent so you what that means is you can buy a U.S. 10-year treasury note and for the next 10 years be guaranteed 1.63 percent by Uncle Sam is 1.63 percent a good interest rate I don't know last August it was paying the same 10-year treasury note was paying 0.52 percent 0.52 percent so I guess in that regard it's more than tripled in in less than a year at the beginning of the year I think it was somewhere around just under 1% so you're up 50% in yield from the beginning of the year but I wouldn't be locking my money away for the next 10 years getting 1.63% we just made some changes in our fixed income we're underweight bonds right now adding some alternative assets to try to get more yield so we're we're trying our best to know protect ourselves we think that when interest rates go up and as i said yesterday interest rates will go up when the fed feels that inflation is rearing its ugly head and they want to control it so they tap their foot on the brakes kind of like driving a car they tap their foot on the brakes by raising interest rates slow down the growth of the economy by making money not so cheap I hate the word cheap i hate i don't know why i have to keep saying that every time i use the word cheap i hate that word but um interest rates are are low really 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 low if you're out there borrowing money you know as you heard from from lennon schoharie he's buying a tractor baby zero percent interest zero percent how does it go any lower than that the tractor company is going to pay him to buy the tractor um know 48 acres of land i can't imagine him on uh you know pushing uh one of those old-fashioned push lawnmowers god bless him go out and buy a big tractor land big tractor um zero percent interest that's folks when you can why take money out of an investment portfolio that may be earning you know five six seven eight nine ten percent when you can get zero percent interest car loans are are near zero Mortgages, two and a half to three point two percent, depending on a fifteen or thirty-year mortgage. These are national averages. That that's pretty pretty low, pretty pretty um inexpensive to borrow money. So you know that's the only good thing about low interest rates is borrowing money, and the Fed is keeping interest rates down for that reason, so that consumers who make up three quarters of the almost two thirds. 70% of the economy. It's all about the consumer. It's the consumer. The consumer drives the economy. And the consumer has a lot of money. They haven't spent it in over a year because of COVID. Uncle Sam, their favorite uncle, is sending them stimulus checks. They're dying to get out there and spend money. Just drive down the streets. You've got people on the streets, no masks, eating in restaurants going to movies shopping and malls they got a lot of money the consumer it's all about the consumer some reports on the economy friday manufacturing was up but home buying slowed down in april we talked a little bit about this yesterday existing home sales fell almost just less than three percent in april um from march to an annual Seasonally adjusted annual rate of 5.85, according to the National Association of Realtors. April marked the third straight monthly decline, the longest downward um, stretch since last spring when COVID you know, basically kind of locked us down. The forces driving home sales haven't gone away. You have low mortgage rates. You have people working remotely. This is all good news why people are out there buying homes. They're looking for larger homes, so maybe they're upgrading because their company will allow them to work remotely. So, hey, if you can work from home and be productive and for the company they don't have to pay, uh, you know, lease as much space with with high rents. And for the employee, for them to be able to work from home and have balance in their life, hey, if it's win-win, it's win-win nothing wrong with that so we'll we'll see what happens um with 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 that something i'm keeping my eye on um you know why is it slowing down i know that you know his 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 mortgage rates tick up a little bit but they're still historically low they're not the lowest they've been but they're pretty pretty low you have home building which is also taking it on the chin i think one reason is the cost of commodities I mean, I keep joking, and I'm not joking that that much when I say, hey, don't laugh at your neighbor driving down the street with his pickup truck and a couple sheets of plywood in the back. He's got money, serious money, folks. When you can afford a couple sheets of plywood, you know you're living large. And, you know, the price of commodities is sky high. Anybody who's looking to put an addition on or build a home or, you know, just going to Home Depot or Lowe's or their local independently owned hardware store, like the ACEs of of, of the industry, you know, you're paying a lot more for wood, lumber. It's It's costing you a whole lot more so and there's a lot of delays the supply chain so it just makes sense that you know it's the the home building is is slowing down a little bit you know you can't get the materials how many people have been waiting weeks or months for uh, you know something like a refrigerator or a stove or you know you can't buy furniture so there's a lot there's a lot going on and and this is driving up the price of goods I know the Fed feels that inflation is in check, but folks, for the average consumer that is looking to do a home project, stop at the store. You know, people are going to frozen vegetables because they can't afford fresh vegetables. You have the price of gas filling up your car. It's costing you a whole lot more now than it has been. So there is inflation there. But the Fed feels that when you strip out the necessities inflation isn't all that bad and i keep saying the consumer accounts for two-thirds of the economy and they are buying those necessities they're filling up their car they're buying you know frozen vegetables they're buying plywood to, to to do a home project the consumer is buying all of these things and they're spending more money today than they were not too long ago so you have to you have to put it all in in perspective um, you know the stock market stuff, folks and and I, and I gave this number out yesterday year-to-date the S&P is up about 12% the Nasdaq is up about four and a half percent over the last three years your average return in the S&P has been about 15% your average return in Nasdaq has been about 22% so you know nasdaq is one of those indexes and i talk about it a lot because it's our top holding that and the broad stock market index where we own large cap mid cap and small cap those are our top two holdings and you know i've been overweight in nasdaq for 15 plus years i'm okay with nasdaq i think it's a different a different index today than it was at the turn of the century when we had the dot-com bubble and it burst poof just like that, 2000, 2001, 2002, you know, it wasn't fun being invested in in NASDAQ. But when you look over the last three years, you know, NASDAQ being up 22% on average a year compared to the S&P 15, and then you take the small mid-cap index, better known as the Russell 2000, your average return for the last three years is about just about 11%. Um, you know, this is where diversification comes in. And, you know, year to date, the Russell 2000's up 12%, the same as, as the S&P. So, you know, it's caught up over the last year, 52 weeks. The average um, return in the Russell 2000 is 64% compared to the S&P, 40%. So if you hung in there through that ugly correction a year ago, just over a year ago, and you held on to your small mid cap index you've done well folks you you've done really well being up 64% compared that's 50% more than the S&P 500 index so i guess where i'm going with this is diversification year to date you know the if you look at the entire world excluding the USA 7% up 7% year to date and if you look at just emerging markets, up three percent year to date. That's the international stock index. We still do not own international investments, and I know from a diversification standpoint, I can, I can argue the fact that we should own it. But I'm more, I'm still more comfortable with the great country of ours, the good old USA, and being invested hundred percent of our clients' money in this great country of ours. We have some great companies. Um, You know, whether you you like all the regulations and everything, we know that it's a well-regulated stock market. We don't have to worry about political factors to a degree. So we're invested 100% exclusively in this great country of ours, and I don't see that changing in the near future. I know that sometimes we talk about it internally in the office, but they haven't made the case yet for me to make the change, and I've been managing money for a long time so i've seen the good the bad and the ugly i don't have any knee jerk reactions i know that we'll make tactical moves not all of them work out but our clients know why we make them and they know that if we don't like it we'll get out of it we may get into something and out of it in a short period of time that's okay we're managing money for our clients and we're always looking for opportunities and volatility brings opportunity. We're not afraid of volatility. We're not afraid of volatility whatsoever. It's an investor's best friend. When you have volatility, you have an opportunity of making changes in your portfolio. And when it comes to comfort level for risk, I guess the best way of looking at it is if you think you're comfortable with an all stock portfolio, go back to the great recession you know, 12, 13 years ago, Being down 50% from October 07 to March 09 how did that make you feel just go back 15 months ago being down 34% for three weeks how did that make you feel you do a gut check and then you kind of get a feeling for how comfortable are you with risk if you can last hang in there and not let it bother you it's okay to have more growth than not hey folks We're coming up to the end of the show. Go to our website, Boucher.com. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy. Come back next week. Bye-bye.
1: Worried about mom or dad falling? The Symphony Medical Alert System from CVS Health helps make their home safer, even if you can't be there. Symphony works with voice activation or a care button they can opt to wear, along with smart sensors for coverage around the home. With 24-7 emergency response and an app to tie it all together, you can monitor your loved one's well-being for enhanced peace of mind. Terms and conditions apply. Learn more about Symphony at cvs.com symphony or find it at your nearest CVS Health Hub.